Welcome to the Daily Smith's Devotional Podcast presented by Victoria Eog. Thank you for taking your time to join us today and let us start with prayer. Father Lord God Almighty, King of Glory, we are here today to study your word. Help us that as we listen to your word that it may transform us and Lord that it may change our attitudes. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Today we are talking about the works of Jesus Christ and the title of our message is Christ's works continue. Christ's works continue. We are going into Isaiah chapter 58 and Jeremiah chapter 33. More specifically, Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8 and Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 to verse 16. 3 to 16 in the New King James Version. Let us start with Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8 in the New King James Version. Then your light just shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you, and the glory of the Lord shall be your rare God. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 through 16. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city and the houses of the kings of Judah, which have been pulled down to fortify against the siege mounts and the sword. They come to fight with the Chaldeans, but only to fill their places with the dead bodies of men, whom I will slay in my anger and my fury. All for whose wickedness I have hidden my face from this city. Behold, I will bring it health and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and, th- and truth. And I will cause the captives of Judah and the captives of Israel to return. I will rebuild those places as at the first. I will cleanse them from all the iniquity by which they have sinned against me. And I will pardon all the iniquities by which they have sinned against. They, they have sinned and by which they have transgressed against me. Then it shall be to my name, then it shall be to me a name of joy, a praise and an honor before all nations of the earth, who shall hear all the good that I do to them. They shall fear and tremble for all the goodness and all the prosperity that prosperity that I provide for it. Thus says the Lord, again there shall be heard in this place of which you say it is desolate, without man and without beast. In the cities of Judah, in the streets of Jerusalem, that are desolate, without man, and without inhabitant, and without beast, the voice of joy, and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who will say, Praise the Lord of hosts, praise the Lord of hosts, for the Lord is good, for his mercy endures forever, and of those who will bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. For I will cause the captives of the land to return as at the first, says the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in this place which is desolate, 
without mine and without beast. And in all these cities, there shall again be a dwelling place of shepherds, causing their flocks to lie down. In the cities of the mountains, in the cities of the lowlands, in the cities of the south, in the land of Benjamin, in the places around Jerusalem, and in the cities of Judah, the flocks shall again pass under the hands of him who counts them, says the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause to grow up to David the branch of righteousness. He shall execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In those days Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will dwell safely. And this is the name by which she will be called, the Lord our righteousness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The ministry of Christ did not end at the cross. Our Lord Jesus Christ is still alive. He has been resurrected. And his ministry continues through those who are filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember this period of my life where I did not know if healing was still like something common. I actually thought what most Christian books say, that it's in the early church, the early New Testament church, that there were many healings, and that now it is something rare and something sporadic, which is actually a lie. For those who are not experiencing it and not hearing about those testimonies daily, they see it as something abstract, just as I saw it as something, something so like, I saw it as something so rare and so like, so rare that I saw it as something like really like special, if you see what I mean. It's, it's special like the time that it's reserved for a few people to see healings, you know, special in the sense that there are just like rare, rare people on this planet who pray for the sick and get them healed and that there are rare, rare people on this planet who get healed, which is actually wrong. Which, when you are in a certain environment, you think that all the rest of the world is like that. But when you come in contact with people who see it in their daily lives, they see people healed all the time. They experience those testimonies all the time. They train people to get people to pray for the sick and to get people healed in such a way that, and when you learn that it's that Jesus called all believers to do that, he said those who, that those who believe in his name will cast out devils, who speak in other tongues, who raise their hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. He said that for all his, all his disciples, all his believers, for all of them, he said that he gave them power and authority to cast out demons and authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and on all the power of the enemy. He said it in his word clearly. And when you when when you get in an environment where you know that that's the daily life of some Christians, that that's what they live all the time, you you understand like that this is what Jesus called us to do. You can go to Luke chapter nine verse one to two and Luke chapter ten verse nineteen to confirm what I said. It's in the Bible. Okay, I'm not inventing stuff. So when you see Christians living like that, you understand that actually. That healing was not only for the New Testament church, that is something common, that is not something rare, that is still God's will, and that is something that every single believer can do. Every believer is supposed to be able to lay his hands on the sick and get that person healed. So when you get in an environment where people live that way, you understand that this is the way you should live, and it's 
it just tears our faith in you. But for somebody who is in a church where they don't even believe in miracles anymore, they don't believe in healing, they don't believe in the Holy, the power of the Holy Spirit anymore, unfortunately, you would not believe these things. And when you hear about hear about healings, you think that is witchcraft. Many people hear about healing something that is not possible anymore. While Jesus, the real Jesus, because there are demons who do that, demons who do signs and wonders, but the real Jesus, he still does. Miracles, signs and wonders, true miracles. It's like it's just the same as like when you are a young person and you decide, for example, that I'm gonna walk in God's ways and I'm gonna like stay pure in marriage. I'm gonna preserve myself from sexual immorality. When you're surrounded with friends who like who who live in sexual immorality, you start wondering if you're abnormal. You feel like, why is it so difficult? Why is nobody else preserving themselves? Why am I the only one? But when you're surrounded with people who, that's how they live, that's striving to walk in purity and it's normal for them. When you have this type of friends, you feel more comfortable because you realize that you're not the only one guy or girl you're not the only one we are many on this earth who decide to obey god and stuff and walk in his ways so generally you are influenced by the environment in which you are so if that's the law of association basically and my pastor pastor carrie blake has his sermon on that but basically what i'm trying to say is if you want to like if you if if your heart is directed towards something surround yourself with people who are going in the same direction If you want to experience divine healing, surround yourself with people who experience divine healing and who are looking to live that way in divine healing and divine health. If you want if you you want to live in purity, then surround yourself with youth and people who are going for living in purity in yeah, in purity for the Lord. If you want to like be wise, walk with the wise. If you want to be a fool, walk with the fool. That's what Proverbs say. So like associate yourself with the people who are living every day, what you want to become, actually, what you want to live. So yeah, Jesus still heals and he still loves miracles. So we're going to go for this testimony shared by Smith. So he was traveling on a train to go to Sweden and on the train, he saw an old lady with her daughter. He saw, like, he looked at the old lady and he saw her expression. He saw that she was troubled. This was an, an interesting thing in life. Like, when he traveled, he did not have his smartphone. At the time, they didn't have smartphones, but it's a way, like, to relate to now. He didn't keep his eyes on his smartphone throughout the whole, like, journey and not pay attention to people and not speak to anyone and not discuss with anyone he actually looked at people he was he was trying to find ways to evangelize and this is something that i too have to learn that we have that we all have to learn except if you're already doing it of course um like to use every opportunity to preach the gospel like it was done in the new testament church you know so he sees the expression of the woman and he sees that he's she's troubled and then, like, he tries to, like, inquire. She, he finds out that she has to go to the hospital to get her leg amputated. And, like, that's what the doctor said. That The doctor said that was the only way, like, for her to save her, to have her leg amputated. And then he, he had an interpreter because he did not speak her language. So he had an interpreter tell her that Jesus could heal her. When he, the interpreter said it to her, she was, like, full of hope. And, like, yeah, she was hopeful. And then... And then, uh, unfortunately, like, at the next station, there was a large group of men with 
came into the train so it kind of apparently became a little more complicated for him to minister to her nevertheless as Miss Wigglesworth says every trial is a blessing so he decided that nevertheless he was going to minister to her he ministered to her and she got healed instantaneously okay I love instantaneous miracles and this is what I strive for I've already experienced some and I'm like seeking God more and more for these and I trust in him that Jesus set people free and most of the examples of healings in the Bible are instantaneous and even the example where he had to walk on the person like more than once it was still on the same day okay so we have to strive for instantaneous miracles the faster you get it done the less time the person who's suffering suffers okay so that's the point and so the woman was healed she Praise God, of course, she didn't have to go to the hospital anymore. Her leg was completely healed and made whole. And all this is just to say that Jesus Christ is still able and willing to heal and that he wants to use us, his disciples, to heal the sick. So let's make ourselves available and let's use every opportunity to pray for the sick. And at times, it just starts by asking someone, how are you? How are you doing today? And stuff. And when the person tells you, for example, that he has a headache or something or something that, you say, oh, can I pray for you? And then you just bless the thing in the name of Jesus Christ. You get as fast as possible. You get it done. You heat it with power and strength. And you crush it in the name of Jesus and you get it done. So let's go to verse 6 of Jeremiah 33. Um, Behold, I will bring... Eat health, health, yeah, strong, concordant, words, zero two, zero seven too far, sorry, aruka or raruka, which means wholeness made or perfected. So I will bring it health, wholeness, perfection, and cure, cure, mape, which means medicine, deliverance, healing, sound, make it sound, make it wholesome, and I will cure, cure, which means rafa, if you remember the God is also called Jehovah Rafa, to cure means to cause to heal, to repair, a physician to make whole, to make whole, sorry, so he will cause to make whole, he will repair, he will heal them, and he will reveal to advertise, to appear, to bring, to carry, to lead, to go, to disclose, to publish. So I will reveal unto them the abundance, the copiousness of peace, shalom. God is also called Jehovah Shalom. So welfare, peace here means welfare, safe, happiness, friendly, health, prosperity, favor, rest, safety, and good health. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 8b, your health or your healing. Rahuka, as we already said, wholeness, made out perfect, shall spring forth, spring forth, which is samak, to bear, to birth, cause to make, to grow again, speedily, uh, promptly, speedily, here, promptly, shortly, quickly, hastily. So, this is our basic verse, basic verse, the first on which we stand for instantaneous healing. He says, your healing will spring forth speedily, so that's why we pray for healing now. Like right now in Jesus' name. So we can make these confessions right now. So just follow along, make the confession right where you are. I'm trying to speak like at a good pace so that you can just pick the words and say it at the same time as I'm saying them. So in Christ Jesus, God has brought me health, wholeness, perfection. He's made me up. He's brought me health and cure, medicine, deliverance, healing. He's made me sound and whole, and He is in me, and He cures, He heals, He repairs me, He makes me whole. He's my physician, and He's the physician of those over whom I command healing, and He reveals 
to me and those on whom I command healing the abundance of his peace, welfare, safety, happiness, health, prosperity, favor, rest, and good health. My health, my healing, my wholeness, my perfection springs forth speedily, quickly, hastily, shortly. When I command healing over somebody, their healing, their being made whole, their perfection spring forth, springs forth, it bursts speedily, quickly, hastily, shortly. In Jesus' name, Amen. So let us go with the quote of today. The hardest circumstances are just lifting places into the grace of God. The hardest circumstances are just lifting places into the grace of God. And let me remind you once more that there are people who experience healings all the time. I would like you to go and check out Mel Tari. M-E-L Tari. This is someone who has, like, I read a little bit about him in one of the books of Dr. Lester Summerall. This is someone who, like, he shares in the book of Dr. Lester Summerall, there's a little story where Mel Tari talks about a, a village in Indonesia, I think, where he's had the opportunity to pray and minister. And in that village, every single week where they have to take communion, they take water and they pray over the water and Jesus transforms the water into wine. So every time they have to take communion, it is water that is transformed into wine. And he says that wine tastes better than any wine he's ever drank in his whole life. This is some. These are people who are experiencing miracles all the time. And in that village, they have the experience resurrecting the dead all the time, like all the time. If somebody dies, they take the person, like they pray over the, the, the body and they have a few things that they say, like they pray like, God, if this person has not like achieved their purpose in life, um, we command them to come back to life in Jesus' name and the person comes back to life. So like, just to say, this is just to say that for some people, when you are not living in a certain environment, you, you think that it's abnormal and that it's impossible, but that people who are really living these things that are written in the Bible and I have already decided and you should decide that if, like if the if it is true that it is for it is not something that is was reserved to the Old Testament saints, it is for all the disciples of Jesus, then I don't want to experience less than God wants me to experience. I wanna walk in this. Let's decide that we want to walk in this and grow in this and let's like seek sorry, seek the people who are walking in these ways and and just like jump into it and follow God's will and, and like experience it. So let us pray. Father Lord, Almighty King of glory, we thank you for you are a healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. Thank you for you heal not only us, but the people over whom we pray, because we pray in the name of Jesus with faith. In Jesus Christ's name we thank you. Amen. Right now, if you are suffering from any infirmity, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command healing over your body right now. Be healed and made whole now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to share this with your friends, family, even with your enemies, if you have enemies. <laughs> share it on your different social media platforms and God bless you. Do not forget to contact me for testimonies or prayer requests. God bless you and goodbye.